0: The barefoot punter because statistics
1: are the best The barefoot punter because you don't need footwear to bet Welcome back to The Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, The Mug, your co-host, The Logical One, The Pope is with us as well. And of course, we take inspiration from The Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2021 NRL and AFL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to The Logical One.
0: Thank you, Mug. We have got a huge show coming up today. I've got some Great questions for the Pope that I want to get into later um, around the NRL. Uh, And also, I've got a massive play that I'll be talking around on the premiership market. Um, And also, of course, the four games, the four finals to assess. Um, And on top of that, we had a huge round of AFL just gone
1: was amazing and um you know i know this is finals time and uh it's it's not only the the time for the big boys to come out and show their stuff in the afl but logical this is your time of the year this you love this you get out the calculator you really get your nerd on and uh and you go to work on these statistical uh, machinations of what could actually happen in these finals and you produced the uh you produced the goods so i know you're really excited about tonight's show so looking forward to getting your assessment on these uh on these final premiership prices
0: and what about the round of footy just gone it's probably one, one of the most exciting that we've had for a long while um,
1: and 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 very exciting for punters logical the dogs fail the test
0: the dogs yes the dogs definitely they failed late um Brisbane game was a super exciting and the Geelong Melbourne obviously um
1: well and also the the Tigers Hawks game um went down to the wire a tough watch it with an empty uh, MCG with not much on the line but still that was still an exciting finish ship. and and a lot of punters got burnt on that one too there was a lot of uh, people piling into the Hawks and uh they got stitched up there
0: yeah I do think you enjoyed that one didn't you Mug?
1: Well, I just think you back uh, the Box Hill Hawks at the minus at your peril, <laughs> and uh, I think a few people got their right whack on that one for sure. The death ride no. the
0: the, the, the mug he does death ride a few, and um, I did see during the week. It was great to see the one he's death riding. He's one of his favourites. He he made all Australian. Um, been death riding him from the start of his his, his AFL career. You see mate.
1: All Australian squad was that, Big Shauno. Yeah, Big Shauno. Yeah, Shauna. Big Shauna. No, I'm I'm really pleased for him. Logically, you know that uh, he's a, he's a good good young kid, Shauno, and um, I'm super stoked for him. Hey, we better uh, swap over and uh, and talk to the Pope because Pope, it's all happening over in the NRL as well. We got two rounds to go over there, and uh, mate, Manly only just fell in over the milk. The Panthers gave the Souths of. A, a a lesson in what finals footy is actually going to look like in a couple of weeks. Knights pressing their claims. Eels get a confidence boost. And uh, and the Wests look like they may have handed the Sharks a, a finals berth. What did you make of it all?
2: We also, sometimes in life, things come full circle. Too mug. We had a toilet triced 2.0 over the weekend, a sexual liaison in, in a bathroom. Oh, come again, Pope. What's that? What's
1: What's happened here? Come again. The,
2: the action just is not on-the-field mug for Rugby League that a Canterbury player's been um, – had his cards marked for the rest of the year for a liaison with an NRLW player on the Glitter Strip over the weekend. So Is that just, right? Just kissing in a bathroom. But he's oh, – for those man. who would remember, that's the infamous Sunny Bill incident from the 2000s is
1: reminiscent yeah. of that
2: somewhat that we saw over the weekend.
1: Yeah, right. and have uh, and, and rubbed and, uh, him out.
0: They've rubbed him out, have they, Pope?
1: Yeah, he's got he's got history. He's
2: got history. Player in question, Adam Elliott, logical one. So there might be a bit more to the story than just the sneaky pash in Burley Heads.
1: And I'll ask the I'll ask the question again, Pope. Is this just a, a club-sanctioned uh, sort of moral type thing, or is this a NRL um, governing body sanction? What what who's who's actually rubbed him out?
2: I think it's a, I think it's a joint sanction recommended by the NRL. From the Bulldogs and not losing too much for the last two weeks of the season, so wasn't the most practical
1: club to to rob him out for the last fortnight, monk. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. And what about the on-field stuff, Pope? What did you make of all that?
2: Yeah, a bit happening. A bit happening. We probably saw a bit of separation there. That South maybe aren't up to quality of the top two and mm. the top eight races wide open. And there's a couple of games we'll talk to later that are going to have a heavy impact for those last well two spots in the eight one looks like it's sewn up but at least that last spot in the eight it's it's a red hot race over the last fortnight
1: and um the turbo less manly uh, geez they want to hope that that bloke's uh good to go for the last couple of rounds and the finals because uh they were pretty meek without him
2: yeah especially first half they were probably lucky to be only 12 down fortunately he's back this week so if he stays healthy they will be okay at the back end of the year and. Hard not to see him in at least a preliminary
1: final weekend with him on board, I think. Ah, Very good. And, uh, boys, we might uh, jump over and have a quick discussion about some bad beats. What did we see over the weekend?
0: Well, I'd think it's the worst one of the year. I think if you back Geelong, Geelong, match-wise, if you back Geelong and they're 44 points up, 32 points up at uh, three-quarter time at home, against a team that's not really known for their having backbone. Plus, not only that, they come back, but then with 30 seconds to go, Geelong have the ball. And after a horrible out-of-bounds decision, by the way, the deliberate decision, Geelong have the ball. But then it kicks it out on the full. The guy spikes it over the fence, gets a 15 meter penalty. (laughs) What are the chances that Maxi Gorn actually gets matched up by my mate Donut Rowan? And uh, Donus does the right thing and doesn't make any body contact and lets you mark it 15 out. Like you just, just look like
1: I know. uh, I know your other man there, Reece Stanley uh, copped a bit of stick over that one. Do you know who else I think was to blame for that? Look like Lockie Henderson was calling Stanley back. It was was calling him back saying, Stanley, come back, come back. And then Stanley looked around and sort of said, mate, you called me back. And, uh, and then a big maxi takes the mark on his own. But yeah, that's that's one of the best for the year, logical. I mean, when that ball goes out of bounds on the full, I think BetFair's taking their market down, aren't they? Yeah, I
0: think the market. No, like been,
1: yeah. it's got to be a thousand, like that's just unbackable at that point. It's yeah. it's all over. And then uh, and somehow they find a way to win. Absolutely incredible. I don't mind a, a cheeky little uh, go on the outsider at halftime sometimes, but I could not even fathom uh, putting any money on uh, Melbourne uh, at that halftime. It just, I was watching that game with my dad and he went to bed. Oh, well, this one's all over. And I, I must admit, I'm very much thought the same thing, but uh, credit to Melbourne. They came back and gave themselves every opportunity. Um, yeah, we probably had a few I others switched, there. I mean, you could, you I could throw I in.
0: Switched, I switched it off and uh only just tune, tune back in late. Um, yeah,
1: um, unbelievable. Uh, you probably have Hawks head-to-head, Doggies head-to-head. Uh, there's quite a few uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, long-time listener, avid listener of the program, uh, Richard Drummond. Loves the show. Loves some of your work, Logical. He, uh, he felt he was a bit stiff on the overs for North Melbourne Adelaide. Uh, Adelaide kicked 13 goals, 20. And uh, I think we missed that one by about a goal. So poor old Richie felt a bit stiff on, on that one. That's for sure.
0: And there was a late miss from almost straight in front. Al.
1: Yeah. So uh, so maybe that was a bit stiff. But they were, I think it was, they were about 10 goals off at three quarter time. So I don't, I don't, don't think know. Richie
0: can be crying too poor because he did back Melbourne for the minor and um, and that's, uh, he got the lick on the other side. So he's he done did. very
1: well there. He did. He's done well. And uh, and what about you, Pope? What did we see over in the NRL?
2: Yeah, certainly not the excitement that you saw in AFL over the weekend (laughs) with sport for choice, but probably the most obvious one was the last game of the rounds, Broncos v Warriors. If you back the Warriors and they scored five tries for four and still went down by two points, kick at the siren to send it in extra time and Reece Walsh, the young superstar, couldn't do it. So if you back the Warriors, five tries they scored compared to Broncos four, but lose by two points, I think you're a bit stiff on that one. But Certainly not the excitement that we saw on AFL over the weekend.
1: And forgive me, Pope. Was that a kick that he should have kicked? Was that an easy one? Where whereabouts was that from on the field?
2: Since we're a betting podcast, Margot put it in betting parlance. He probably would have been $1.45. forty five
1: to Ooh, kick. Ooh, okay, Rodeo and he sprayed it. Very kickable. Yeah, okay. in normal circumstances. Ooh. Yeah, well, that does hurt a little bit when uh, when that happens. That's that's for sure. All righty, boys. Logical. Are you ready to talk some AFL?
0: I certainly am. And should we kick off with the premiership?
1: Let's do it, mate. I know you. I know you've got it all ready, ready to go. So uh, let's let's fire away.
0: So I was doing. I was doing it as you know. I do. I price up every yes. single name, um and pricing the chances of them getting all the different ways into the winning the flag. Um, and it's a little bit harder this year because you don't actually know the exact venues. But one thing we do know is that Adelaide get home final week one. They get a home final week two. And I think they probably get a home final week three. If but but
1: Geelong, they, Geelong and Melbourne are being told if they win uh, to pack their bags for Perth.
0: But if Adelaide win, Port Adelaide win, they will get the home final week three, the, I believe.
1: The yeah 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 maybe
0: um and then a slight chance they still get the flag the, the grand final still a chance to be in adelaide isn't it um or is it a lock
1: Perth? Oh, i think most ro- but you never know like one covid case shuts the whole joint down you know our, our our producer pistol who's over in wa at the moment providing some of his best work for the mounting yard mail for the the mailbag.com.au subscribers wa's finest uh, racing tipster uh, he's nodding his head going yeah this turkey over here if we get one covid case all bets are off so uh so you you, you could be well right there logic i think adelaide is the fallback mechanism uh, for the afl on that on that uh, grand final so that's um absolutely that could happen
0: well i've priced in adelaide to win the to to get the grand final on a 3 dollar shot um and perth at a dollar 50 shot for all these prices um and i come up with i come up with port favorite for the flag yep um, i see they've been back to this week already Um, They're the form team as well. Um, Going in, they've won their last six. Um, You know, they've they've got reasonably good injury list, and they get these home finals. Um, So there's five dollars out there, or five thirty on Betfair earlier today. Um, You know, I I make. I think I make them three eighty six was the price. on. So um, I'm pretty keen on 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 Port in this market. So that's that's what i'm looking at in the premiership
1: yeah nice mate and um and i guess for the listeners out there that are considering a bet on the premiership market uh before that the rest of those seem pretty short to me could you is there any other could you see any value anywhere else or are all those markets a little bit not quite right
0: well um so then the rest of them i you know the probably the only, the only other one that i can see a little bit of value in actually is, is brisbane um but not not really it's around about the price um yep I've, i have melbourne and geelong unders um and i don't like the dogs um um yeah none of the others no no no, no massive play yeah so uh, the only one for me
1: so outside of um port adelaide then and maybe brisbane yeah. Is it fair to say to the listeners if you like one of those other teams that you're better off just to, to back them in the multiplier or, or even in these teams that are going into the qualifying finals, just wait another week after these qualifying finals are finished or you think there's an opportunity to, to back them this week and, and then continue rolling that I, through the prelim and grand final?
0: For the bottom four, you're probably better off on the roll-up. Um, but those other the, the, top, the top four, not necessarily um yeah it just depends
1: on what you like there yeah uh, okay yeah all right well that's uh, terrific mate great insight there on the way that you calculate that market and uh and there you have it uh port adelaide uh, old mate logical uh, likes that one makes a lot of sense all righty logical well uh do you want to talk some ga- uh t- talk some games or is there anything else that you wanted to um to chat re the um the afl markets
0: that's it for the uh. That's it for the futures
1: at the moment. Um, all right, mate. Well, let's uh let's roll straight into some games. I'll uh, I'll get the markets up, and we might as well just flick through all of these because we only got four to talk about. And of course, it's finals, and they're all big games. The first one, Friday night, Port Adelaide, uh, as we've already spoken about a bit, are hosting Geelong. $1.71 dollar uh, Port Adelaide, and two dollars fifteen, Geelong, and I think we've got around about five and a half now in that market. Um, just ticked out a little bit. I think it was around about four and a half earlier on. What are you seeing here, Logical?
0: Well, they're going to get the home crowd. Do you know um, crowd capacity looked like it was about?
1: 15,000 was the last I've heard, but yeah. um, there's still a glimmer of hope that uh, – the Honourable Stephen Marshall, uh, I think that's his name over there. Um, has there ever been a time other than this last couple of years you know every Premier's name? I don't think so. Um, but uh, but Mr Marshall, I think uh, he is very conservative, that man, uh, but he may release the shackles a little bit. So maybe more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, they'll get the home crowd, home crowd advantage. They get to play at Adelaide Oval. They don't have to travel. So that's, that's you know, that's in their favour. Um, the the form team, I think at the four and a half, I probably would have been like to be on port. It's getting out to that, you know, I'm looking at six and a half here in front of me. Okay. I think I make it seven or eight, or I make it seven or eight uh, myself. So it's okay. probably not enough now. And I'm a small lean to port, but no bet for me.
1: Yeah, okay. Logical. I put out onto the sphere that uh, I liked one favourite and I liked one outsider. This is the outsider I like. I, I, I did notice that. I, I just thought i i just think that uh and maybe i'm giving away my my next bet here but um i just think that melbourne and geelong are in a different street to the others i just don't think port adelaide and brisbane are are in the same are in the same street as these other two and uh and i'm i'm prepared to take the catters on here i am a little bit you know i'm concerned i guess with Stewart and Tui out i think they had experience and wise heads and good run off the back line and 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 through that midfield um but uh i just think the heart and heads of geelong will get it done hopefully danger's got himself off the shitter and uh and he's good to go and um he'll be fit and and raring and ready and uh i think the cats will uh, The other thing I love about the cats is the three headed monster and that's back up and running and uh, they provide all sorts of problems. Just hoping that your man, Gary Rowan can uh, show something in finals logical and, um, and I think the cats will be a good thing. So I actually, uh, I know you put up the the port for the, for the premiership, but um, I actually like the cats in this one.
0: Yep. Yep. George Yard, he's he's a chance to play, um, but he would be a big loss and, i tell you what, if Port are going to win, they do need a little bit more from Charlie than they saw last week. He was horrible. Man. Yeah, he, 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 he carried He was bad. Um, so, yeah, I think that they need a lift out of him, but they, they are going to get Orazio back, and they're, they're in reasonably good nick and good form. So yeah.
1: Well, the, the only thing with their form, I think, they, they battled to beat Adelaide three weeks ago. They were down by a couple of goals or, or level pegs with Carlton for a quarter and a half. And then they struggled on the weekend to beat what I think is a pretty poor team at the moment in the Dogs. So, uh, you know, I know people are talking about that. You know, Port's form is, you know, they're coming into the right time of the year and all that sort of stuff. But I'm just not, I'm just not sold that they're that they're going that good. So,
0: I, yeah, but we're, we're picking the eyes out of form there, Mug. Uh, Geelong did lose to GRS, you know, three weeks ago and gave up 44 points at home, just gone. So, you know. Mm. Like- there's there's no one in great form. No, well that's, that's maybe true as well. i tell you one thing logical.
1: I'm very much looking forward to the game. It's uh, it's going to be terrific. And um, it's, it's going to say a lot about, I think where, where both teams are at. So it's going to be a a super fun watch. Let's uh, go down to the next one here. Who we got here? We've got battle of the bridge. Uh, This is happening nowhere near the bridge. Uh, This is happening down in uh, Launceston on Saturday afternoon. Sydney are taking on GWS. Sydney $1.61, GWS $2.34, and uh, we've got that line, I think, at around about the uh, 8.10 sort of range here. Yeah, 8.5 uh, at the moment. Logical, what are you seeing?
0: Yeah, When I first saw this, I was quite keen on Sydney, um, but looking into it a bit further, found out the mills and possibly mm. don't play. Sorry, that sort of little worries me a little bit. Um especially if those two don't play. Um is going okay. I just, you know, I am not I'm not seeing anything here for a bet in the game. Um it's yeah, it's it's a pass for me.
1: Yeah, I I feel uh a bit similar to you on this one. I I'm not really sure. GWS have had some Good wins, but who've GWS played in the last three weeks? They played what North Melbourne Tigers and Carlton, is that right? Have I got that right?
0: No, they 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 clean up the Cats three weeks ago.
1: Oh, and and or oh, was that four weeks ago the Cats? I it, that was. Or was that after it, Tigers?
0: It, it, GWS. No, yeah, Carlton last week.
1: Richmond yeah, okay, last week. okay, okay. So they got G- uh They got Joling in there. Yeah, which was a good win. Um, but my, yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sold. Um, on the Swans at the short price, mm, GWS, I don't know. So, uh, so mate, I'm, I'm happy to sit on the sidelines uh, with this one uh, as well. So don't have a lot of interest. If I was going to have a bet, would probably have to be GWS uh, as the outsider, just a bit better value. But, uh, but yeah, don't really have a, a lot here. We're going back over to Adelaide, uh, to the Adelaide Oval Saturday night, and we've got Melbourne Hosting Brisbane, um, yeah, which is again interesting state of affairs. Got Melbourne won the right to uh, have the home f- final, and they're uh, they're playing it in front of the Adelaideans. Uh, so we've got Melbourne here, dollar sixty seven, and uh, Brisbane two twenty one. What do you think?
0: Well, I think Melbourne rightly chose to go to Adelaide Oval. I think that they'll pretty much have almost a home crowd there. I think there'll be sort of like about a. Seven cent Melbourne crowd, and they'll probably be like Adela- like Port Adelaide. They'd be hoping for as bigger capacity as possible because there'll be a, a stronger crowd for them. I think a because there's more Melbourne supporters in Adelaide, but also because of the bit of the underdog. They haven't done it for a long time, and that that fairy tale story. And I think Melbourne are going pretty well. They came back, you know, they like gave up a big lead, but you know, you you think they're they're poles apart from from the rest of the the mob um brisbane have been in really good form in the last 3 weeks but you know i'm not really qu- quite sure about the quality of the teams they've been playing so yeah i'm i'm a bit of a lean here to to melbourne and and, and I, I the um at that price i'll be having a small bit on the minus
1: yeah very good mate i um yeah i like melbourne here as i said before i think they're well in front of uh of brisbane i didn't see anything over the weekend that really um changed my mind about them um against the weak coast eagles um there wasn't a lot there that i thought i can really uh be be getting on board them and uh i like what melbourne's doing i think they play a finals brand of footy over at adelaide oval um as you say i think the crowd will be a little bit more with them and um, I don't really like to bet too much this time of year on lines. Um, I'll probably just stick to the head-to-head myself. Uh, probably get over to Betfair and 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 look at the uh, the head head price at the jump and and get stuck into that. So, yeah, I, I like Melbourne on this one. And then the uh, the last, yeah, yeah, we'll go on. Line. I might I might even um I
0: might even be looking at the margins there for Melbourne rather than yep the line.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, we've spoken about that uh, over the last couple of years, but it, it just – in a final, you know, there's no percentage. There's It can go a few different ways sometimes. A, a team way out in front can take the foot off the pedal and allow the other team to come back in in junk time, knowing that they're going to win the game. Or it can go the other way where, you know, um, a team just completely just gives it up in the last quarter and lets the, the winning team kick 10 goals on them. Um, so... Yeah, for that reason, I, I don't really like backing the uh, the lines uh, this uh, this time of year. So I, was, I tend to stick more to their their head to head. Um, and the last game, of course, um, we've got the Western Bulldogs um, hosting uh, Essendon down at Launceston again. Back down to Utah's, and um, one thing that was interesting, logical when uh, Essendon played the Hawks uh, down there not too long ago essendon it was like a home it was like a home ground advantage for them against the hawks if you can believe that down at Utahs, they had far more crowd down there and and i spoke to someone that actually went to that game and um who was a, a a mad essendon supporter and he said yeah the play we owned them." He, he just reckons the place was crawling with essendon supporters that day and and i don't see this being any different i think the dogs are going to be overwhelmed from a crowd point of view. I think that place is going to be absolutely bursting with Essendon people. And uh, at the price, I, I don't mind the Bombers here. Logical, what do you think?
0: Oh, okay. I thought you were just the one outsider, but this is, this is is you've just thrown one up here and got the two outsiders. I couldn't agree more. I'm keen on the Bombers here. The dogs are in the worst form of anyone in the finals. They're okay against Port, but they're not going well. Bevo's doing all sorts of stupid stuff um they've got some injury concerns and they they've got some form concerns and um at the ten and a half i just i think that's a that's a you know a free hit there and um yeah i'll be back in the plus here
1: yeah and i think we're up around the uh the 260 there at betfair um for um for, for the bombers which i think is really attractive um to to get over to get over the dogs i know there's been a lot of change in that market you know in what i think they paid them three four weeks ago and that line. Did we get up to 29 logical it was a big line in the end i think we got up almost as high as that so it's a bit it's a big change in a short amount of time but um but gee the dogs uh they uh they look very and who would have thought our man josh bruce out of the team could have such an impact on them but um it's really upset their apple cart and uh all doesn't seem well down at dog's land that's for sure so uh, the boys are happy to get on board uh, the bombers there uh excellent mate well uh i tell you what um bet no bet and we are having some bets but i'm super excited about this weekend of footy i, I think it's going to be great i'm going to be watching every single game from uh from start to finish it's going to be uh really exciting and and uh mate i can see in your eyes you're pretty excited about it as well so it's going to be a, a great weekend of footy um We still have uh, two weekends or or two rounds of NRL to go before we get to their finals action. So without any further ado, let's get over and talk some NRL with the Pope.
0: Okay, NRL round 24, and we're kicking that off on Thursday night. Newcastle Knights are taking on the Gold Coast Titans and Newcastle $1.82 favourites here and
2: one and a half points on the handicap. Pope, uh, are you
0: liking anything in this game?
2: Yeah, I do, logical one. The boxing analogy goes, stoles make fights. And with that in mind, I really like the underdog in in this one. I think Titans match up pretty well and there's a bit of false economy on Newcastle at the moment. It's one of the least impressive four-match winning streaks you'll come across what they've encountered in their last four games. So I like the Titans. They can't compete with the big boys, but this is their sweet spot against teams around about their level or below. And this is what we've got here. So I really I really like them as underdogs here and we will be head-to-head in margins probably early in the week before the price goes because I, I can see that getting closer to pick as the week goes on.
0: Yeah, okay, that's uh, really good. Uh, the modeller doesn't disagree, he doesn't necessarily agree. He, he's pretty neutral on this match so that's a, a play on for you in the uh, first game of the, the uh, round on the Thursday night. Good for those to look,
2: um, have a watch uh, while in lockdown, great time slot. The other, the other slight upside there too. Even though the game's in sunny coast, I think there is some benefit. that Gold Coast, in this case, get to sleep in their own beds the whole time. They're, they're the competition based in Queensland, so they're sleeping their own beds. I think that is worth something. When you talk about being in hubs for six, eight weeks, whatever it might be, as well. So that's additional upside to what I mentioned earlier. Okay,
0: great. Uh, the second game. I wanted to talk to more so than yourself, it was on the Friday night at six o'clock, New Zealand Warriors taking on the Canberra Raiders. And the Raiders are $1.44 here, and six and a half point favourites. The modeler makes the Warriors favourites here, quite short favourites. Um, but he did say that there's some motivation aspect to this. Um, I wanted to ask you, how much are you putting on that motivation and what are your thoughts on, on that?
2: I can see where he's coming from, but it's a pretty big caveat, the, the motivation there, that their loss to Broncos last Sunday basically knocks them out of their race for the eight. And they'd had five weeks where they're sort of hanging on by their fingertips and won three in a row prior to Sunday to stay in the mix. So they've got nothing to play for. they spent two years out of the country. It's a pretty big caveat, enough for me to stay away from them in this instance and... To the other side, Canberra have a lot to play for. There, they're sitting outside the eight, same level of po- same amount of points as Gold Coast and Cronulla, and they're behind four and again. So, they have enough reason that if they're in a dominant position in the match, to probably want to go on with it and and come away with a win at a decent margin. So, it's it's a pretty big caveat for me. I can certainly see where the model is coming from, but that motivation's pretty significant in this case, I think.
0: Without that motivation, where do you think you would price this match?
2: Three and a half, I'd have it. So okay. six and a half. Yeah. Um I could certainly side with the Warriors if you take out if you take out those matters that we just discussed for sure.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. The well, the model was all over it. He did say there's some motivation there and to and to almost disregard that that that
2: that price in a way. The the aspect of this game that I do like is the title here. I think it's about 48 and a half in Mackay this match, and we saw a sample of a game in Macquarie about four or five weeks ago and it was very very difficult in the tropics to hold on to the ball logical one, so I think that's a really big number up in the north north of Queensland that it's slippery conditions humidity to play a significant part so I think unders is a really really attractive op- option in this game as well
0: what has been the total averages in the last two to three weeks I know it was coming back down again you had mentioned, yeah. um, has, it, has it
2: continued, and, and what is that average? Yeah, from, from time of the podcast last week, all they dropped across the board by about three or four points per game. So last fortnight, the average is about 48.5, which is pretty much what this week looks like, give or take, as well. And that's down from four weeks ago, which was 51.5. So it had come down and post our discussion last week, it, it dropped... Yeah, roughly about three or four points per game on average, closer to the, the matches across the weekend. Yep, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, and the third game you are we're looking at this week, Pope, is the second Friday night game. The Sydney Roosters taking on the Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs a little bit disappointing last week. The Rabbitohs go into this game $1.26 and 11.5-point
2: favourites. Ever heard of the downtown rule, logical one? No, I haven't. It's a complicated rule for rugby league, which most would view as an uncomplicated game. That swung the game a bit last week against Penrith. The downtown rule, which pertains to where chasers are positioned against the kicker, kicking it downfield. So, if you're in front of the kicker in a certain position and you're within 10 metres, then it's it's a penalty. It's it's pretty complicated. But what was at the time 12-all with a Penrith knock-on gave them a penalty sent them down the other end, and they scored 13 points to win the game. So it's a long way of saying that game is probably closer than the score indicated. And I do think CS is a little bit way off here but of, of the top two, as I've said, but they'll win this comfortably. I think I think the 11 and a half isn't enough. Roosters have been impressive with the amount of troops they're missing, but they can't compete against these top teams. They're zero and six against top four teams. This year, and I think this will get away from them. This this is in Rabbitohs' sweet spot, and I think they win it at, at a big margin here. Excellent, I like that. Uh, taking
0: taking more a look at the result rather than the actual numbers last week, the, uh, the how the team played, so um, and and also getting the bounce back factor. Um, the last game of the round, we didn't have much to choose from, Benny, because I noticed there's a dollar nine shot, a dollar four shot, and a dollar three shot on the uh, on the Sunday entertaining NRL at its best. Um, but you did want to look at on the Saturday night that uh, the the, uh, the Storm versus Para Storm a dollar nine and 22 and a half point favourites. I know you've been potting the Storm a bit recently. Um, are you going to continue to
2: do so? Yeah, I am. It, it is Sophie's choice, those last three games, logical one. But this is probably the most pertinent of the bunch considering both will play finals. But Storm have players back. It's it's a highly impressive side they're putting out this week. I do think the twenty two and a half's too many. So it, for one, we go through the ratings, and I, I can't get it that high. And I, I do think there's situational factors that suit Parramatta as well. They have seen the resting players in their last game against Penrith Parramatta, so this is sort of their last crack at finding a bit of form with their best team. So I think there's that upside that you'll hopefully see what whatever their best version is at the moment, you will see it against Melbourne on Saturday night. It is a night game, which brings sides closer together. There's a real two, and the the other angle that I sort of like here is it's gonna be the third match in 24 hours at Suncourt, which has shown signs of deterioration when it's due to the load that it's receiving up there at the moment. So with that in mind, that chopped up venue too, makes it harder to play a football, which obviously suits the way the Storm plays. So I think there's a number of factors that suit the underdog in this one, and 22 and a half is too many for me on this, and we'll be be the pass on Parramatta while it stays around that number. Fantastic,
0: Pope, you've got some amazing sayings. Sophie's choice, I've never heard of in my life. Um, You just keep bringing them on it, I love it. Um, para sixth on the ladder, if they can't cover a 22 and a half point line, then the competition's cooked in my eyes. well, just a la- one last question: If uh, the storm playing Penrith tomorrow, what's the line? Two and a
2: half. Two and a half. Yeah, in one one word. The, what what Cleary did to that team? Look, Cleary, we touched on that the margin was big, but he he swung. They were down twelve 0 and what he did to bring them back in that game. Like he he keeps that he keeps it close on his own against Storm. If he's playing, they're, they're a real chance on um i guess i was gonna say i'm grand final day getting a bit ahead of myself there but yeah i'd have it around two and a half okay that's great
1: so just just on that if i can jump in there uh logical so just on that one then pope where's that premiership market at in terms of who you who back? yeah like no, in ter- yeah in terms of what storm's price versus penrith's price yeah
2: sorry uh 225 storm up 350 penrith so okay I can only back at the prize based yeah. on that. Yep. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah, Very good. Okay. Well, thank you, Pope. Thank you, Mug. Thank you, Ball Boys. Um, been a great episode, and it's um, a lot there, a lot of content, a lot of bets to get people through lockdown. So um, I'll uh, sign you off with, uh, please gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.